This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. This week on Minnesota Native News, we hear from those at the Minneapolis homeless encampment known as the Wall of Forgotten Natives and get an update on plans for the winter. We also hear about a new policing agreement between the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe and the county sheriff's office that ends a two-year impasse. Here's reporter Cole Primo. Actually, I've really been homeless for a long time. I just got here like maybe a month ago. That's Maggie Thunderhawk. I'm transgender, and I moved here a little over a year ago to Minneapolis. And that's Jai Phoenix. For me personally, it's been a little rough. It's better, yeah, year because um, where, where, wherever we went, we either got chased away from that spot or the co- cops were called on us because we couldn't be there. And People warmed up to me, and I got pretty close to a lot of people, and it kind of feels like family now, which is good. To get a lot of services here, um, I signed up for housing uh, maybe like three weeks ago. We did assessments and everything, and we still didn't hear nothing yet. As fall sets in and winter just around the corner, Jai and Maggie are just two amongst hundreds living at the Minneapolis homeless encampment on Hiawatha Avenue. Nicknamed the Wall of Forgotten Natives, the nonetheless diverse camp has been expanding for months, and the options are limited for moving the camp to a preferred spot for all parties involved. And it's all happening within a shrinking timeline. The Minneapolis City Council recently delayed their final vote to choose between two options. A parking lot on 2600 Minnehaha, which is a controversial location due to it being near two charter schools with young students. Or the Roof Depot location, which would require millions of dollars to prepare. Meanwhile, back at the camp, outreach groups have been assisting the camp with food, shelter, and services. There's a lot of uh, community here, especially now with the uh, Natives Against Heroin tent. As the name Natives Against Heroin implies, a big problem at the camp is addiction. James Cross, founder of Natives Against Heroin, says he's been out here working at the camp since day one and considers himself the camp spokesperson. Securing it, disescalating um, negative behaviors, um, doing OD, saving lives, make sure there's coffee, cigarettes, and something to eat every mm-hmm. morning so we can wake up in a good day so that they know that Natives Against Heroin hasn't forgot about our people. Cross, a former addict and gang member who has lived through homelessness, says the camp has been a long time coming. Building a closer-knit community has provided help for addicts and families alike. Before it was all silo organization, silo program, silo everything, and at this time it's bringing everybody together. But the camp needs to find a better place for winter, which is of course brutal in Minnesota. The current location isn't ideal for blizzard and extreme cold types of conditions. Red Lake Nation recently proposed moving the camp to a location on nearby Cedar Avenue owned by the tribe. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry said it's a viable option. The only catch is that demolition of buildings would need to begin soon in order to get the camp moved there within six weeks. Whichever location is chosen, Cross says the biggest change needed isn't to move these people into another camp or navigation center, but into stable housing free of addiction. To get these people somewhere where they can better themselves, better the people, and better the community, and start living in a good way, in a good life. With the mayor vocalizing his support for action, the Minneapolis City Council will meet soon to decide the location. I am here today to recommend that the County Board approved the Mutual Aid Cooperative Agreement. In other news, the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe and the Mille Lacs County Sheriff's Office have a new policing agreement. Full disclosure, I am a member of the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe. The agreement, which took effect on September 18th, is a resolution to a two-year impasse that began after the county voted to terminate 25 years of cooperation with tribal police. It again allows the Mille Lacs Band to resume state law enforcement activities. 
At a recent county board meeting, Mille Lacs County Sheriff Brent Lindgren said that the agreement is a result of many difficult decisions and compromises from the band and county. I now look forward to implementing this new mutually cooperative agreement over, over my remaining uh, few months as sheriff. I plan to work as hard as I did in the first hundred days and my last hundred days, and I stand before you asking you to sign the new cooperative agreement. The band's chief executive, Melanie Benjamin, released a statement saying the past two years have been tragic and difficult on the Mille Lacs Reservation, and that the new agreement is the beginning of a long journey in restoring law, order, and hope in the community. She ends by saying the journey will take many years. The policing agreement does not have any effect on the federal lawsuit filed by the Mille Lacs Band arguing reservation boundaries. I'm Cole Primo. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.